Hey guys, Taylor Trost here. I am the host of the Stronger Than Yesterday podcast. Welcome back to episode 10. And in today's episode, we are going to be chatting all about um, a common question that I get a lot. (laughs) And that question is, how long should I stay in a fat loss phase or calorie deficit for? So let's just go ahead and hop right in. Let's get started. And I'm going to answer that question and fill you in on the tea here. Um, So first of all, I do want to say fat loss phase and calorie deficit are interchangeable terms. Um, So what does a calorie deficit mean? A calorie deficit means that you are burning more calories than you are consuming on a daily basis. A calorie deficit is the only way to lose weight. It's the only way, scientifically speaking. Now, obviously, there are many ways to be in a calorie deficit, but people, for example, that are doing keto, they're not just magically losing weight because they're cutting carbs. They're magically losing weight because they're in a calorie deficit. Um, Same thing with like Whole30. They're not just losing weight because they're eating healthy or clean. They're losing weight because they are in a calorie deficit doesn't matter what you do. doesn't matter what you eat. That is the only way to lose weight is through a calorie deficit. All right. Um, Again, we also can say a fat loss phase. Those terms literally mean the same thing. So I also want to kind of start here by saying before we talk about how long you can stay in a fat loss phase for, I want to start off by saying that most women aren't ready to just hop into a calorie deficit. Nine out of 10 women are not ready to just hop into a calorie deficit. There are many, many different reasons and or factors for this. A lot of the times it has to do with our past dieting history, our relationship with food, our activity level, our height, our weight, a lot of different factors come into play here. Um, But again, nine out of 10 women are not ready to go into a calorie deficit. So let me tell you, you are only ready to go into a calorie deficit if, there's a few check marks here that you got to check. If number one, if you're eating over 2000 calories currently and you've rebooted your metabolism. So this is the first phase we take our clients through in our 90 day metabolism reboot blueprint, because guess what? Nine out of 10 women that join our program have been under eating for a prolonged period of time, whether they know it or not. And so therefore, before we can even calorie deficit them, take them into a fat loss phase, we have to, have to, have to reboot their metabolism or else a calorie deficit just isn't going to work. It's just not. (laughs) Our body's essentially in starvation mode. So you're only going into a calorie deficit if you're eating over 2,000 calories and you've rebooted your metabolism. Number two, your relationship with food is solid, meaning you're not viewing food as bad or good. You're not feeling guilty for eating certain foods. Um, You should not go into a calorie deficit if you are um, finding yourself binging or feeling extreme guilt with certain foods, things like that. And then the third check mark here is that your biofeedback is good. Biofeedback includes things like sleep. Your sleep is good. Your stress levels are, um, you know, under control. Your sex drive is normal. Um, overall hormones are just kind of good there. Um, and if we see any red flags, meaning your sleep is really bad, your stress is really high, your hunger is really off, your sex drive is really low. These are all kind of red flags um, that we look for as coaches because these mean 
typically if your biofeedback is poor in one area for several weeks in a row, it means that something else could be going on, such as a hormonal imbalance. So we need to make sure that those three things are checked before we even think about entering a calorie deficit, right? I know that's not maybe news you want to hear, but that is the truth. That is the science behind it. Um, And that's obviously what we are doing with our clients. And then they're ready to get into that fat loss phase. So let's answer that question you came here for. How long should I stay in a fat loss or calorie deficit for? The answer to that question is everyone's favorite. It depends, <laughs> but it does depend on a few things. Um, typically speaking, um, anywhere from three to six months is a good time period for a fat loss phase. Um, the really cool thing about this is that we have a few things in our toolbox we can pull out. And again, this is what we walk through our clients um, with. So when we're taking our clients into a calorie deficit, we're going to go ahead and uh, remove some foods. So we're going to take calories down in the form of carbs and fats. We're going to leave protein high. And we're going to see how long we can last from that first pull of food. Um, What's really cool is that we also do have cardio in our tool belt to always kind of um, use in addition to pulling food. We don't want to pull food and cardio at the same time. Why do that? Why use all of our tools in in the toolbox? We only need to use one. So we'll pull food. We'll see how long we can last there. When we do start to notice a weight loss uh, plateau or a weight plateau, meaning the scale is not really moving, then we have a couple options. We can lower food um, a little bit more, or we can add in some formal cardio, such as Stairmaster, elliptical, things like that. We can also increase step count as part of cardio. Um, so when we only are kind of manipulating one factor at a time, we can actually stay in a calorie deficit for longer because our biofeedback is going to stay really, really solid if we're just slowly implementing some more things, such as pulling food and adding cardio over time. We don't just want to pull food and add cardio all at once because it's going to just not do, it's not going to go very well with our bodies. We're going to maybe have some poor biofeedback. We're going to be getting hungrier quicker and that's going to be hard to sustain. You're, you might find yourself binging and you're just not going to be able to stay in a calorie deficit for as long. The name of the game here for this calorie deficit is slow and steady. This is not a race. It is slow and steady because slow and steady equals sustainable progress. So like I said, typically speaking, we can stay in a calorie deficit from anywhere from three to six months. Um, That's obviously just depending on how much you're eating, where your food's at, um, your biofeedback, things like that. But that's just a general um, good time frame for you to follow. So what happens if you get to the end of your calorie deficit and you still have more fat to lose, right? You didn't get your goal weight. You're not at your dream body. No problem at all. This is extremely common. For most women, we have to go through a few calorie deficits to get them to where they want to go, ideally, as far as like their their physique or their weight loss um, goal. So if you still have more fat to lose after your first calorie deficit, totally fine. What we're going to go ahead and do is we're going to go ahead and reverse your calories up to maintenance for a little bit um, and then stay at maintenance for just a little bit. And then we can go ahead and take you back into another deficit in the future. The reason we do this is because, again, this is all about sustainability. You have done the fad diets before and they've never worked for you, right? That is why they don't work. They're not sustainable. 
the name of the game is slow and steady and I will say that forever and ever and ever uh, but also we just really want to make sure that we are um, preventing any metabolic adaptations which is why we do want to up food intake after about six months and um, that we also just want to make sure we're not losing too much muscle because when we are losing weight um, yes, of course, we're losing fat, but we're also losing muscle if we're not being careful enough. There's definitely ways to preserve muscle, but um, if we're kind of being silly with our nutrition, we are going to lose muscle and it's going to leave us just looking skinny fat. It's not going to leave us with that body composition that we're all kind of wanting or th- uh, striving for. Um, so I just want to end this episode by really stressing that you should not be spending your whole life dieting. You should not be spending your entire life in a calorie deficit or fat loss phase. And this is like, it sounds kind of silly to say out loud, but for my whole entire life up until maybe four years ago, I thought that I had to spend my whole entire life dieting. I literally thought that that would be the only way to lose weight and to keep it off was just to be dieting forever. Like I literally didn't know that there were other options for me. So I know that there are a lot of you out there that are thinking you have to diet under eat for the rest of your life to lose and keep off that weight. Um, And that's not the case at all. So when I also say dieting, I don't ever mean you should be eating 1200 calories. I will say that most of our clients in a fat loss phase or a dieting phase um, are eating anywhere from about 1500 to 2000 calories. They are sustainably losing weight by eating 1,500 to 2,000 calories daily, okay? So not only should you not spend your whole life dieting, but even when you are dieting or in a fat loss or calorie deficit phase, you should be eating over 1,200 calories. You should never in your entire life be eating 1,200 calories. Um, So I just want to make that clear. (laughs) Um, So just wrapping this episode up with really just stressing the importance that your most of your life should be spent living at maintenance, which is well over 2,000 calories for a uh, majority of women. Cool? Cool. Glad to be on the same page here, sister. Um, so I hope you guys found this episode useful and um, were able to learn some things here from this episode. And exciting news here in the month of July, I'm going to be running a little fun competition. So Anyone that leaves a review in the month of July is going to be entered into um, a pull a draw to win a twenty dollars Starbucks gift card. So at the end of the July end of July, I'll put everyone's name in who did leave a comment um, on our podcast, and I will at random pick a winner, and that winner will win a twenty dollars gift card to Starbucks. It takes two seconds to leave a comment. So if you're listening, if you're a second time listener and you've come back to my podcast and this is not the first time you've been listening, I would just absolutely love if you would leave a comment. I don't ask for much. And again, with our little July competition, you're being entered to win a $20 Starbucks gift card. So that sounds fun to me. Um, So again, thank you so much for being here. As always, don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Fit and Food with Taylor. Please, please, please message me on Instagram if you have any questions at all about this episode, and I'd be happy to answer your questions. We will see you back here in next week's episode, and I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day.